have not become a patron of the geocache talk network what are you waiting for patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at three dollars a month to sign up is easy simply go to the geocache talk website and click on the become a patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk patrons now get the famous blackout coin invites to special events and other really great items throughout the year become a patron today have you subscribed to ftf magazine yet FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Good evening, everyone. Time for Puzzle Good Talk. E- Good evening. Good evening. You got to keep that. Hang on. The Geocaching Puzzle Podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. Here are your hosts tonight, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Howdy. Now that's when you do it. That's when oh. you do it. All right. <laughs> Howdy. Hey, Howdy. our brains are fried today already. <laughs> we overstressed uh, our brains prepping for this show. Good to see you guys. Um, it was good to see you guys last week before the unfortunate uh, mishap I had, but we had a, a good time. Um, Tom and I got to cash together on Thursday, and Charles and I got to cash together on Friday. So it was like a perfect, perfect storm there. And then Friday evening, I'm waiting for you to show up to your booth, and it's like I know. When's he gonna get? When's he gonna get here? Where is he? And I missed the then I missed the finishers event, which really, really bummed me out a lot because I'd been to the last few. So Charles, I'm sorry. I, I hope it went well. Yeah, it did go well. Um, the Good. finishers event went went real well. Um, I like that spot. I I didn't get to go inside. We did. I, I, we did. Uh, I watched you fly the drone outside there, and uh, it looked like a cool place. Yeah, it was a it was a real good event. They had something good. going on that ended right at the, um, you know, ended right as ours was set to begin, and so there were um, a lot of cool um, old rat rods and classic um, street oh, rods wow. that were um, there cool. at the event. Um, the food trucks, however, they locked up and took off as soon as the oh, rat rod wow. motorcycle event was over. So. That kind of was bummed, but you know the the guy who I talked to was like, they were here, so I don't know why. Don't complain, yeah. they were here. Yeah, more um, people. Yeah, really. Yeah, but um, other than the the food trucks bouncing, it was a a great event. Um, 
mm-hmm. you know, announced that it that next year will be the last year that I host the Texas County Challenge Finishers Reunion. So sad. Um, and that the giant Texas board that um, mm-hmm. we have uh, carted around for the last nine of those events, um, last eight of those events, is going to be retired next year as well. So if oh, wow. you haven't... So if you haven't finished the Texas County Challenge and you want to um, be a part of signing that big giant board that I have for that event, next year will be the 10th annual event that I have hosted. Um, And so um, next year will be year number 10 and uh, time, time for, you know, I had, I think that at this point I have done my, fair share of promoting geocaching within the state of Texas. I have promoted that challenge cash. I have um, worked hard to keep the camaraderie and the, um, you know, kind of group brotherhood sisterhood that we have developed is County as County challenge finishers for the state of Texas alive and well. And, uh, you know, Texas is a huge state and have promoted geocaching all across that thing. And Mm -hmm. um, it's time for somebody else to pick up that torch and, and hopefully do a little bit more with it than what um, I've been able to do with it. Um, But we'll see, there's still some cool things yet to happen. Um, And by me stepping away from actually hosting that event and coordinating t-shirts being made and um, all the other stuff that kind of goes with it, will kind of open me up to to being able to do some other stuff um you know with or with the um you know person whoever takes over for that um right so we'll we'll see what happens we still got a a year to go i've got one more event in me and uh then we'll uh we'll see what happens from from here right no that's awesome no i uh, you know i uh i've enjoyed I actually was, I was going to finishers events prior to even being a couple of years even before I even, before Susan, I got serious and started actually like taking trips to get all the counties kind of thing. And, um, the, the events have always been a, so much fun. And it's, it's a, a time when, if you don't, when you, sorry, when you, uh, uh, when you go to a, any kind of mega we've all been to megas where you're like, I wonder who, I wonder where so-and-so is. It's like, there's so much going on that there are times when you just miss everybody. You just miss people. You're like you go one way and they happen to be coming through another door and you just miss them. And so uh, you don't always get to see everybody you would like to see. But the good thing about having the finishers event is I do know that everybody I know that was, there was a finisher would be there. And that was always a, a, a you know, is was, was always great you know, joy for me and fun is to see the people that I know and then, and also meet the new people too. But anyway, enough about yeah. that. That was, but just the, uh, we really, we do really appreciate you, uh, you know, manning that thing and getting it all done. So. Okay. You finished what 18 or 19? Uh, I finished, no, I finished, um, let's see. My the first year I had a shirt was Round Rock, so that would have been nineteen. I would have finished. Yeah, we, I, we finished in right. We finished November of twenty nineteen, and I got to wear the shirt 
for the first time in March of 2020 at Round Rock, right before the pandemic. That was like the last event prior to the pandemic. So, and what was your yeah. number? 223. And I like started, yep. I started in October. I started October of 07 and we finished in 2015 in Journal R 66 and 67. And what, well, we're up to like two, two, 298 signed the thing. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at 298 currently. 290. Right now. So you think about it. That's still, I mean, we're 20 years into this and that's, we haven't broke 300 yet. That's a pretty small no, it, group. No, it's true. Yeah, it's, so I finished in 2013. I yep. was the first, I was the last person to finish in 2013. I was the first person to sign the logbook. I signed it in January of 2014 and I was mm-hmm. number 57. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you figure that the, you know, there were zero finders the very first year that this challenge cash was out. Right. Yeah. So, this is before you had to completed the challenge before you can make one. Yeah. So it was, um, it, it, you know, it's, it's kind of neat to sit there and look at it, but you figure that the cash started in what, 2006, right. eight. It was one of those 2006 yeah. or eight. And, uh, by the time I finished in, in 2014 and got to sign it, I was number 57. So yeah, it had, it had existed a good long while mm-hmm. um, and just didn't have a whole lot of um, numbers of finishers. It wasn't until I started hosting an annual event about it. And the fun part about that is that people got together and they're like, Hey, I'm working on this, but how did you tackle this section of the state? They're like right. all these counties. And, and so it was fun because you get to sit there and talk strategy you get to mm-hmm. talk about how, you know, route planning and caches along the route and stuff like that. And so it yeah. really is a, a fun event to just hang out and listen to people talking to p- prospective finishers on, hey, how did you get, you know, this area down in the, the valley? Be like, yeah. they're just, you know, it, you know, and you get to looking at it and, uh, you know, you're like, there's, you know, the count, there's a county down in South Texas and the name of it slips my mind now, but it's just north of, um, uh, the county that has South Padre <laughs> Island. Yeah. Oh, but it okay, only has, yeah. only has, only has three caches. It's Kennedy. Yeah. County. So Kennedy, Kennedy yeah. County only has three caches. Three caches. It. Right. It is the, the whole, least pop, right. The right. least pop. I mean, you figure that, you know, out towards Mintone, everybody laughs about got Mintone, but yeah, the county that has Mintone in it has seven caches in it. It has yeah, twice well, as many as now. When you and I did it, it only had two. Yeah, but, it, it has more now. So, absolutely, it has more now. But back well, then, everybody he, finished had the two that were in the one at the rest stop and the one at the virtual at the courthouse. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know it's been fun. Um, it's, it's been awesome listening to cashers talk about strategy and, you know, going back and forth and uh, whatnot. So it's going to be um, real interesting to see um, how many finishers now that they know that, you know, this this year is going to be the last year of the big giant four foot by four foot Texas cutout that I have and yep. uh, whatnot. It's going to be interesting to see 
how many people finish this next year knowing that, um, you know, unless somebody picks it up, up, that this next yeah. year is going to be the end of it. So, yeah. Well, what I'd say, if you're going to keep it up for another 10 years, you're going to need a bigger board. Starting to fill no. up. Now he's done. Yeah. Well, so. uh, yep. So sort of related to that is uh, obviously that the, the event's always been, hopefully it'll stay, but that's my opinion. Uh, it'll stay with the Texas County Challenge. But tonight we're going to talk about the puzzles of the Texas County Challenge for this year. So as we've said before, the purpose of the show is twofold. One is to help you solve puzzles. But also, the second thing is for you to create puzzles. And we want to give you inspiration and knowledge and education uh, in both realms. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to you guys and tell us where we're going to start. And I'll put some info in the chat room for everybody to follow along and also put them as a banner periodically, too. So let me know where you want to start. All right, so I've gotten a little thing written up about this mega event and whatnot. So let me read this off. So yeah, the Texas Challenge, it. the Texas Challenge mega event and geocaching festival um, is held every March. This year was the 20th anniversary of the event, and it marks the longest consecutively running mega event in the world, and possibly yep. the longest running consecutive consecutively running event period. Right. Yeah. So we haven't missed pandemic. a year, even yeah. even with COVID, we didn't miss a year. So um, the idea timing was everything there. It was perfect. It was right before the pandemic on March of 2020. Yeah, and right as counties were allowing events to happen on the back right. side of that in Texas, on the back so, side, yeah, on the other side of it, yeah. The idea behind this event is that the state of Texas is broken down into regional teams, and you compete against other regions. Right to see who which team can gather the highest average team score. Right. This year's competition in Conroe, Texas, had 120 geocaches hidden specifically for this mega event. Right. They are not listed on the geocaching website, and instead are given out to team captains in a Manila envelope, generally. With a stack of papers that they oh, hand you a, a it looked just like this. <laughs> just they, like that. Go ahead. Yep. They hand it to you like that. It's got some sheets of paper inside it for the puzzles because the puzzles just, are all just like these. <laughs> and then they hand it to you with a thumb drive with a GPX file for the remaining caches that are in there. I right? have to give that back. You have to give that so, back. This year, of the 120 caches that were hidden for the event, mm -hmm. eight of them were activity caches, right? Right. Three of them were multi-caches, and six of them were puzzles. We, obviously, yes. are going to be focusing on the puzzles. <laughs> and this year's puzzles were well, hold, rated. Hold but hold on. Let's not leave people hanging because they're going to go, what the crap is an activity cache? Oh, yeah. Those are funny. Let's spend a minute on that because one of them I did. I we did, my group did six of them, and one of them was freaking hilarious. Uh, okay, good. I, and I some of them are, some of them are pretty crazy with tricycles and. That was bass drop. That was that was yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so activity cash, you have to go to some ground zero, and there's some people that will meet you there usually. 
I remember one year it was one of the activity caches was you had to find this couple that were walking around and you had to answer riddles. And another one was you had to get your picture taken with this guy with the yellow bandana. This year they were all, there was four locations. They had two things you could do at each one. So the first one I went to, you had to throw a cowboy hat through a hula hoop that's like 10 feet in front of you. So <laughs> that, that was pretty quick. That's then you run, then you run over to, eh, I did it on the second try. You know, like I was too confident okay. on the first one. The next one was do horseshoes and you either had to do a ringer or toss 12 times because, you know, they weren't going to make you right. stay there forever. Forever, right. That makes sense. And then the next one we went to, they had cup stack and they give you a little like Nerf gun kind of thing and you had to shoot till you knocked all the cup, five cups down or something. Right. And then the next thing, oh, it was my favorite one. So they had cone, two cones set up, I don't know, 100, 100 feet from you. Oh, and they had okay. these five blow up cows and, and they're like, maybe, I don't know, a foot okay. long about whatever. I, you got five of those and they give you a, a stick horse and a pool noodle. You okay. got to ride the stick horse and herd your cows at 150 feet through the cones on the other end. Wow. I mean, it was just the silliest thing. I, 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 that was my favorite. That's probably one of my all time favorite ones we did. <laughs> and I, Man, I don't remember what the last, there was a boot toss. I know I didn't do the boot toss. And take, uh, you took Dave's mention it was a windy day too. So made it even harder. Oh yeah. It was, wind, oh, I remember the last, uh, it was a giant connect four thing and you just had to drop the things in and, and do alternating colors, which sounds easy, but when you're in a hurry and you got two people doing it. Oh yeah. Especially when you, you get a hurry. Colors up. And then at the same place, they had uh, a memorial thing with bunch of flags and monuments at the or the historical markers at the bottom and they give you a little thing about the flag so then you'd have to go match up what they told you with the flag so then you could go look at the marker read that thing or take a picture and go back oh, and tell them three facts so you learned about that that spot crazy there That's Teresa awesome. said the other one was the um you had to rope a cow head I didn't do that one so I didn't do the boot yeah. toss or the cow head rope the cow bit the herding cows was fun. That is that that does sound like a fun. Uh, well, so before we get to puzzle number one, you guys need to because y'all would under, know this one. Husker Medic asked a good question because we also want to give you all guys event information because if you want to do an event, you know that's kind of a fun thing to do. But it's asking um, how did you use the information or how did you get the information from the GPX file to a usable format? So how do most G people do it? The GPX file is made with GSAC. Um, you create each cache individually. So somebody spent forever doing that because I did that one year. It's a pain in the butt. But right. whoever whoever did that this year, thank you, sir. You did a great job. <laughs> uh, so you create all those. You use GSAC to create that file. And then they gave it to us two ways. You had it on the flash drive. Right. And so for our team, I was playing for West because I, I kept saying. So you could well, pull it up on a computer, food. right? You pull it up on a computer. So, but what we did on West, everybody was using a, a phone. So I just emailed it out to everybody. Right. Yep. Oh, okay. So the people who were using CGO dropped it in. Those that were using Cashly dropped it in. Um, yeah. If I had had anybody using a, um, a GPS, 
you know, I told them, bring your cord, but I'll, I'll get it to you. You know, we load it up in GSAC too. I'll get it to you. Right. Yeah. So I've done it where, um, we come back and we have a row of laptops there ready to go and we'll plug it in and copy the GAPX file over to every laptop. And one of those laptops, the first one we uh, copied it to, their job, once they had it loaded, was to email it to everybody. We had a giant email already ready to go. They slid right. the GPX file into it and emailed it. Then you can move it into Dropbox. You can load it into Cashly. You can load it into CGO. You can load it into GeoGo. Um, all of those programs will all readily take a GPX file and load it and then you know, you save it to a, a list for challenge. So it's not intermixed with real yeah. world geocaches. They're not, right? Right. So it's, yeah. it's in its own list. Yeah. Own list. Yep. Makes and sense. then there, that was their job. And the second, third and fourth computer's job was to move that GPX file over and start loading people's GPSRs with it. We asked that you bring your GPSR blank and empty. That way there was no confusion and right. we didn't have to worry about that. But, I've, we've done it that way and, and that way works real well for everybody involved. So that's how you get the GPX file right. out. Um, and then, right. And you assign the traditionals, you know, a certain shape and color and, right? and the multis, a certain shape and color. And, and then the puzzles, the same thing, the activity caches, there were, I didn't participate this year. So were there first aid stations? They were the first aid stations. So, so but, they the had them aid... list, but they had them listed in activity. They actually did it backwards, I guess, this year. It used to be they'd list the first aid station and you knew that the activities were at the first aid station. This time they list the activities. At least that's how I kind of remember it. Right. But you knew that's where the first aid stations and the turning points were. That's where you oh, turn right. in your scorecard at the end. Too. Scorecard at the end, right. yeah. So... This year, there were six puzzles. One of them right. was rated as a three-star. One of them was rated as a three-and-a-half-star. One of them was rated as a four-star. And then three of them were rated as four-and-a-half-stars for difficulty. Okay. After I Oops. talked to I talked to Robin One, who is an uh, a avid puzzle cacher there in the southeast mm -hmm. region. Um, yep. He... Uh, me and Tom were struggling with a couple and he was uh, kind enough to call and, and talk to me about the two that we were struggling with and how to solve it. And so uh, thank you, uh, Jeff, for for that. We appreciate that. Um, but he's the one who created all of these puzzles um, and put a geo checker on all of them. So, um, yeah, very, you know, that was very, was really cool. very cool. But in talking to him, he said part of the difficulty may not have been. It may be a four and a half star rated puzzle, but the puzzle came pretty easily to you. But right. the hide, the finding the actual hide might have mm -hmm. been a little more difficult. So he said not he said some of the puzzles, they all got like a uh, what did he say? A one and a half or a two star bump because they were all hidden harder. So if you take that four and a half star puzzle and take one and a half stars the actual puzzle part of it was right. a three they added the one and a half stars because they made the hide more difficult to find than, right. than other containers out there so yeah. um there's and, that so the 
Jeff watches, by the way, he watches, listens to the show periodically too. So he's familiar with puzzle talk. Yeah. So, so you know, I told him we were doing this show tonight and, and uh, whatnot. So he was cool. Um, he was cool to, to give us that so that we could um, to go over them tonight on the show. So the first so, one that we're going to look on, at. So Brad, there's no GC codes because they're not. Uh, no. We're not going to have GC codes for you tonight, buddy, because they're not uh, published in geocaching.com. They're, but they're legitimate puzzles. They're legitimate they spots. And so we're going to, again, we're going to use the same uh, method of we're going to teach you something and hopefully inspire you to do something. In this case, though, you can't go out and find these puzzles because they're already gone. They've already been picked up and put right. away. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, but the puzzles themselves are going to be in the show notes. Yeah. Um, so you can go in and look at them. Um, and we'll and we have our notes in there for how you solve them. So you can go in and and then be able to create one um, there. But um, these geo these geocaches um, don't really exist in the real world. Um, yeah, they were just put out for the mega event and then picked up um, on the way in. So no big deal. Um, so the first one we're going to look at was for punch number nineteen. Um, it was a mystery cache called Up, Down, or All Around. It, it punches because of, that's the that's the punch number of the card that you're filling out for the... Right? Correct. Okay, cool. All right, cool. And yep. we, get it on a, we get it on a piece of paper. Yeah, so, so that, we that, get on... So that's another thing. All tools... It's it's got to be a puzzle that you can that's solvable just by having it printed out. It's kind of like the puzzles in FTF Geocacher, which we don't want to talk about later. Don't mention right. that one puzzle. Don't mention don't mention that F puzzle yet. Don't mention that it came out of FTF Geocacher because that kind of sucks. <laughs> but that but like those, they have to be where it's on a piece of paper. You you know you can't hide anything in source code or mm -hmm, uh, right. I I guess they could have done colors, but. So, it's always so, black and white. So, yeah. So, uh, Charles is going to show that one. So, you can kind of walk us through it. Yeah. He, he's bringing it up now. He's sizing I, it where you can see it. Yeah, yeah. Trying to make it a little larger. So, this is what Punch yeah, 19 good. looks like. There's the, uh, the geo checker that is on there, um, which actually goes to a, a legit geo checker. That's and cool. We'll tell you, and we'll that. tell you whether you were right or wrong. And I can't remember if last year's puzzles had a geochecker on them, uh, but I liked that this year's had a geochecker on them. That way you could go in and legitimately say, this one is right. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, Tom, go ahead and, and walk us through this one. Well, the first thing you got to do, it helps that we have events starting like the Tuesday before this the challenge. So that if you're from a good distance away, you can already have three or four days to get in and get used to a different set of numbers to start with. That's true. Cause yeah, you're, you're, you're cashing in another part of the country in it. Well, for yeah. everybody. Uh, so, so I'm nice, North 29 yeah. and West 98, but this is North 30 and West 95. Right. right. So I have to shift my brain to think, okay, I'm not, I'm not in 
San Antonio, I'm 200 miles from home now. Right. So knowing <laughs> on this one that, you know, okay, first of all, there's, there's what, I can't even count the domino. One, two, three, four, five, seven, seven. dominoes. Yep. And you need seven numbers for north and seven numbers for the west to make make something. If yes. you're gonna if you're gonna use the thirty and the ninety five, so you already know there's two numbers you know for sure you're looking for. Yep. You got a pretty good idea what the third one is, and and not too far off on the fourth. So really, the last three are the harder ones. So you know you're looking for thirty to start with. There's so your you three got, and your zero. You got a three down here on the bottom. So this is where the up and down comes into you know that your north three and zero so right. you you have to go from the bottom of the first domino to the top of the second domino oh. the third domino the third domino is the same so it doesn't matter if you go straight across or cross up or down right 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 i um, see i followed you right and so it's north three zero two zero so you got to cross back down to the bottom gotcha. and then the same thing for the other way your west is west nine so this the top half of this first domino is nine, nine and the bottom five. half is five right and then straight across for two and then up for eight so you you kind of have to go up and down right um, and and mix and match them until you get it right which is why the geo checker is so handy because if you don't flip a domino the right way it'll tell you that you got a wrong answer right, right. correct yeah but he had a pattern with this so like with the 30 we'll say you went up right over then, down yeah. over up over and you could follow that both ways. So if you started at the top, and you did, yeah, and you did, the other you did the exact opposite for the opposite. other. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was cool that there was a pattern, but even if there wasn't, eventually you're going to get this because of trial and error. So well, this, I think, there's I think a lot of trial and really, error if you, yeah. This was a good puzzle that um, any of the teams could have done if they had figured it out. Sure. Gotcha. So it, it should look like this. You're going to start here and go here. Yep. And then go over. Right. And then go down. And then go over. And then go up. And then go over. Right. So that's going to be your north coordinates. Wow. And so right? if you figure that one out, though, it gives you a big boost for the next one. <laughs> but it's that first one. And then one you do. Yeah. It like this. Yeah. For your west coordinates. Right. So Dang. you should end up with something that looks like that in the end. Makes sense. Of of all of that so that um you get your north and, and west coordinates. Right. Excellent. Um, I can't say that I've seen this anywhere before. So this was this to me this was original. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, he may have may have seen it somewhere, but I I can't recall right. seeing it. So. Before we jump to the next one, though, I do want to. Carrot Killer says uh, next year they should hide a puzzle and a watermark on the paper. <laughs> uh, 
Well, Adam, you can get that done now, buddy. You're uh, you're you're kind of uh, sort sort of in charge over there, so uh, you're on the committee. You you can take care of that part. So <laughs> clever, though. Just, just know we we will be that? that happens. There you go. Yeah, glow right in the there. dark. Yeah, there you go. Glow, yeah, glow in the dark. Yeah. And so if you if you put this on a white piece of paper, yeah, and then laminate it. You can't tell that there's something written on that white piece of paper until you shine a flashlight. I've been I've been testing this here in my house, which is okay. how I know this, right? <laughs> so you 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 get you a piece of paper and you write the coordinates on it and then you laminate it. And I have yet to be able to tell that there is something written under it after wow. it's been laminated, even though I I'm the one that wrote on it. Yeah. That's pretty clever. Right? And so then you get your you may you see know, that. your flashlight right. out and uh, test it. And sure enough, so then you can, you know, if you make it small enough or roll it up or whatnot, you can mm -hmm. uh, toss it into a cash container. and Yeah. It's That's there. Perfect. So you may see that again someday. Yeah. If that's it, one of the challenges, I'm going to beat you with the stick, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're the one putting the challenge out, though? You may be happy about it. No. Oh, well. All right. On I'm to a, the next I, I am a gun for hire now. You are. Yeah, both of you guys are kind of becoming free agents. All right. Yeah. We're going to Punch 47? Yeah, so Punch 47, this was no, also also known as 15th in order. So it looks like this. Gotcha. This is one that that I ran down this rabbit hole earlier today, and, and I was looking right at the answer, and I oh, and I missed I it. That. The other Fib rabbit hole that I went down was the Fibonacci sequence. Right. 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 And I went down the rabbit hole of the Fibonacci sequence, and, and that didn't help me either any. Um, what I went down the first time was something that, um, as my mom was a math teacher growing up, I did this um, math project growing up called the Sieve of Aristophanes, right? And that filters out all of your prime numbers, and it was a a filter way that you could filter out all of your prime numbers, like up to a hundred fairly quickly. Oh, right. Okay. Cool. Which is where I went with this initially. And I totally missed it. I totally whiffed it because the, uh, the answer to this is North three zero, right? It says five um, zero, but just for the listeners. It, right. Right. So the given coordinates are North, Five zero, two hundred and nineteen dot eleven thousand five hundred and nineteen, right? Yeah. So somehow I have to make fifty turn into thirty. Well, what is five? Five is the third prime number from zero, right? Is the third prime oh, number. So two is a prime true. number, three is a prime number, five. Right. Right. So five is the third. Prime third. Number. Right. So you put a three underneath the five. Five. Right. Zero is zero. Zero is right? zero. We're good there. Two. Two 
is the first prime number, right? And then 19 is the seventh prime number. Oh, is yes. That right? Is yeah. that right, Tom? I don't have it right in front of me, but oh, yes, I do. Hold on a second. But I see where you're going. That's clever. 19 is the eighth. Is the eighth prime number. All right. So, because 23 is the ninth prime number. 23 um, is next, then 29, yeah. Right. So, so then two is one, and 19 is eight. So, now you're at uh, north 3018.11, right? So, you got one, three... Or, I'm sorry, you got two, three, five, seven, eleven is the fifth. So dot five. Right. Right. Five is, of course, the, the third, third prime number again. Yeah. And then back to 19, which is eight. Right. Right. That's... So that's. So he it. gives you prime numbers. Right. And so the same thing for the West coordinates zero is zero. Right. Um, yep. 23 is nine, right? Because we right. know yep. that you're we're at West 95. Yeah. So tw 23 is the ninth, ninth. prime number. Right. 11 is the fifth prime number, right? And so I sit there looking at a list of prime numbers earlier today and was like, I just, no, no. I sit there looking at it and I was like, well, 50 is for sure not a prime number. <laughs> you, you know, and I just totally missed just it went right over my head. I was on the right. So this was one that we needed to call and talk to Jeff about. And Jeff was like, oh, yeah, it's prime numbers. And so prime then numbers. once I sat there and started looking at it, I was like, and he started explaining it to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I can see that right now. Yep. So the tricky part for this is this 2233 at the very end coordinates for what they give us for west coordinates. So the west coordinates um, are you know, 319.2233. Well, we already know that three is the second prime number. 19 um, is eight. Right. And then you, then you get this. So you're like, all right, are, are we at two? Two is a prime number. So yep. is three. And so you're like, all right, well, it can't be 22. So there's a one, one, two, two. Well, that doesn't add up correctly because um, mm -hmm. that's too many digits. Right. But 23 is the ninth prime number. Yeah. So right. it's, it's one, nine, two one, nine, for two, the yep. ending coordinates. So, yep. yeah, what so is, this was a fun one. What is the AKA 15th in order? What's, what is the 15th in order? clue mean oh you ready what yeah. is the 15th what is the 15th prime number oh gosh uh it's 47 oh what punch okay. are we yeah punch 47 punch number 47 oh okay. see tom's finally getting it he's like oh. <laughs> dang it i went I, a different way i was thinking rot 47 when we talked about that this afternoon right yeah, punch no, 47. 40, it's also punch, it is the 15th. Right. It, it is the Makes fifth. Sense. 47 is the 15th <laughs> prime number. 
Oh man, uh, trust me. When I was talking to Jeff on the phone and he said, it. "Well, you know, forty-seven is the fifteenth prime number," and I looked at uh, that and I was like, "Oh, you got to be kidding me! You got <laughs> to be kidding me!" And and me and him had a good laugh on the phone because I said, "Well, I was looking at prime numbers," and he was like, "Oh, and you didn't get it?" And I was like, "Wait a second. I was like. And that was before I told him that I was going down the Fibonacci sequence rabbit hole. Yeah. And he was like, no, this. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I was like, I was looking right at it too. Right before I started looking at the Fibonacci sequence, I had prime numbers pulled up. And yeah. Uh, Ruba Caps. I went down the base rabbit hole. Right. And and it got me because. 50 and base six is 29. And I thought, hey, I'm good to go because I'm working on this a week later. I'm back in my area. North 29 works great here. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, I'm off and running. And then he hit the next one and yeah, I hit a roadblock. Yeah. Roomba Cat says he went down the, thought it was going to be like Magic 15, like every row adds up to a 15. But nope, that's good thought, but not correct. And then. Uh, Teresa says, uh, love when they have a play on words like that. Well, and the fun part about this is that pretty much all of these have some kind of keyword in -hmm. the title. So like the first one, up, down, right? Up, down. You have to know whether it's the top number or the bottom number in the domino sequence. This one, AKA 15th in order. 47 is the 15th prime number. Uh, you will notice at the end of all six of these puzzles that the title has some hint in the <laughs> end for telling right. you what you should be looking for. Oh, clever, clever. But for whatever reason, the 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 bell did not go off when I looked at this earlier. Yeah, I understand. Um, I've been there. All right. Um, yeah, my clanger was broke. Next one. I love this one. Punch 89 Mystery, a.k.a. 100,000 Mile Club. Uh, You skipped Punch 65. Did I? Are we going to skip Punch 65? No. Go to 65. In my notes, it doesn't show 65 next. All right. Well, we'll jump to 89. No, that's fine. Do 65. No, we're here. We're already here. Okay. Punch right. 89, a.k.a. 100,000 Mile Club. All right, cool. And I looked at the second number in this, and I knew exactly what these were. Oh, did you really? Kyle, that's cool. Yeah. Sometimes. I did not. I just Googled that first set of long string of things there, and that told me what it was and where I was going. I love oh. this. is a good puzzle. Yeah. Real quick, by the way, uh, from the last one. Don't panic. Geocacher says two, two, three is also prime. So good thing there's a checker. That's really true too. So otherwise you could have gotten a little bit off kilter on that one. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So these are all, well, so what does hundred thousand mile club sound like to you? hundred thousand. Somebody did the Texas County challenge. <laughs> it feels that way. It's a lot of windshield time. Trust us. We know we've all been there. It and is. some of us said it twice. Charles did it twice. There have been a few people. What and if it was funny, we were talking to some other cashers there who did that pretty much did it twice. Um Nov64 has done it twice because she 
is a finisher way ahead of me. And uh, she completed it with her husband when he decided to get serious about it. So she has actually done it twice as well. Uh, hey, Teresa's, and, and, Teresa's in there. A race. And, ah. A race. Yeah. She says, yeah. It, it could be. Um, uh, I look last, at the. I was going to say real quick, last thing on the Texas, uh, on doing the finisher event or doing all the counties in Texas. Nobody now had, nobody has any excuse. And the reason because of, because of Holoyosi, the mad Finn from Finland, he completed the Texas challenge, not in Finland, but he came from Finland and he completed it. I think he said it took him 10 days. He this did it two, two trips. Two he, trips. Three trips. Three, so, well, three, yeah. But so still, the first, the first trip he got one county, one cash in the state of Texas so that he could have the state. Right. Right. And then he came back during Geo Woodstock when it was in Fort Worth right. and did roughly 20? half the, roughly half of the state. He oh, told me that okay. he, he told me that this cool. year he flew in and did 130 counties in the week prior to Oh wow. Right. So he did 130 consecutive counties um to finish it um from Dang. from talking to him because I talked to him at length at the finishers reunion and then yeah. we gave him a ride back to his hotel um, that night after the cool. event so it yeah. very cool guy to talk to oh I love it, it. yeah so, he's a great guy I I got to talk to him a little bit at the uh, the breakfast event I got to I got to talk to him for a little while there and uh, I've got to talk to him a couple times but I, I love talking to Yossi he's a he's a great dude and but yeah. Wind, a lot of windshield time. So 100,000 miles. Um, Roomba Cats has, has a suggestion of possibly that it's the distance the Tesla Roadster launched, was launched by uh, Elon Musk. How far from the Earth it currently is 100,000 miles. So, well, he's he's at least got the, the right thing. So okay. uh, he's got a car. What do all cars have? Oh, I think Quincy's on to it. It's usually 13 or 15 digits. Yeah. De depending, they standardized VIN numbers. There we go. No, Quincy's metal, got it. A little metal strip up there on the dashboard. Right. Some so they don't panic suggested with a car getting 100,000 miles. I've seen I've, that's true, but yeah, VIN numbers. Right. So these are all VIN numbers off of cars. So the three VW, the second VIN number that's in this is a VIN number for a Volkswagen. Oh, okay. Um, so before they, once they standardized VIN numbers, um, then it became, it came, became, this was very easy to look. All VIN numbers that start with a one are made in the United States. Okay. Gotcha. Right? Um, and then uh, every country thereafter. So Japan is assigned a number. China is assigned a number. Germany is assigned a number. And so if the Canada is assigned a number. And so when we went to standardized VIN numbers across all auto manufacturers, okay, they all got designated, you know, countries got designated numbers or letters in which they, the VIN numbers were to start with. Okay. And that is how all VIN numbers are still done to, to today. So 
I'm willing to bet looking at this first one, Tom, do you remember what this was? This is a Ford. It was a Ford. I was thinking yep. the, the Z down there is Italy. Yeah, could be. Um, so everything that's not with it starts with a one is a is a uh, is made in the United States. F is for Ford. Um, okay. The J is going to be a Jeep brand vehicle. Um, so they all have standardized VIN numbers by manufacturer. So the first few digits are going to all be very standardized. One is going to be made in the U.S. The F for the second one is going to be um, whatnot. So Darrell pointing out there's 15 of them. So that's, hmm, wonder what that would indicate. <laughs> so somehow, right, every one of these is going to have to stand for a number somehow, right? Yeah. Right. That's, and, that's and the, the thinking. And guy took pity on us, and some of these repeat. Right. Okay. So the the second one here, the three VW CA twenty one, that is also the third VIN number on the second line. Okay. Right. So that number repeats. So we already know that we should be north three zero. Right. right. And so we we you can probably assume that this is a a zero as well for whatever digit this wherever this falls in the puzzle and uh when yeah. you look at it it's it's based off of the last digit in the year that this vehicle was manufactured right oh wow how would you know so you, that? well so it all vin numbers are all you can tom used a tom what did you use to well, find well, these well, the first thing I did is I copied that first thing and Google's my friend. I put it in there and it came up that that was a VIN number because I didn't know it was a VIN number to start with. Okay. And then I, and then I found a good VIN checker. I, I don't mm -hmm. I have yeah. it in the notes. That was somewhere online. Yeah, I've got it written here somewhere, but clearvin.com uh, is what I used. Yeah. Okay. And then so I you got the copy. I just put those numbers in and it would tell me. You to tell me a whole bunch of stuff about that car. But yes. that's the thing, though, is there's so much, there's a myriad of info. So you got the VIN number, you got the car, and like, how did you determine where you would go next? I guess okay, that's the next. So there's 15 numbers there. Right. So if you use, you know, North 30, 20, and whatever, that, yeah. that, that's seven. If you include the zero on, on the west part, that's going to be eight. That's 15 numbers. So yep. you, you can almost assume, almost, that that first number has to be a three. Right. And when you bring it up and it says it was, I think it was a 2003 Ford Taurus. It's like, oh, bang. okay. It, it's a three. And I've already got that in my brain that it's going to be that last digit. That's so when you go to the second one and it was a 2000 VW something or other, I don't remember. Right. It's, like, it's a okay, zero. We're, You're we're thinking, on, oh, zero. On to something. And then when you hit the next one and it's a, uh, right. 1992, if I remember right, I don't know. So you're thinking, on. so it's kind of a combination. So when you do these kind of puzzles, say I would get lost and, and get, and get frustrated and give up. But in these kind of puzzles, you're, doing really kind of two different things right you guys you're 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 looking for 
obviously if they're duplications or if you know because of the fact that there's 15 you can kind of use the information that they give you which is the the lat and long you've got the first part of your latitude and longitude uh given to you so you kind of take that information and you use that as part of your with final with their- sleuthing of it with him asking for 15 on this, and you are, if it's 15, you already know what five of them for sure are going to be, and pretty right. darn sure what really seven of them are. You, you, that helps, you know, let you know you're on the right bunny trail when you're going down this. Right. I mean, when you get to 30, 20 something to start with, and then you go over to the eighth one, and you get a zero and a nine and an eight, and then, then another two. Yeah, you're on. The, you're hopping down the right trail. Yeah, but it's so it's so good to have that kind of. I mean, it's good to have that in your brain as far as thinking. Like, well, we, we the last show we did, we talked about um, the uh, the Riddler and the riddles that there was those uh, the first the first puzzle that we were given in, in for the, in the movie The Batman, which by the way, I thought was really good. I hope everybody's seen it. I thought it was a good movie. Um, I've seen it twice. Have you really? Yeah, it's incredible. It has a it has a double letter, and so you're like, oh, or it has a double symbol, and we're assuming obviously symbols are letters in in that particular puzzle, and so you're like, oh, double letters. Well, how many words in the English language have double letters? There aren't a lot of. I mean, how many letters are common, commonly doubled? And there's only a couple. You know, S is you know doubled, and L is doubled. So there's kind of ways. So sort of in this, in the same sort of um, and and you 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 that's not that often what vacuum no double u double u <laughs> oh gosh I'm gonna put him in I'm putting him in jail that's it. dropping him from the show right now no I'm kidding Just remuting uh, him <laughs> remuting him no but the in the same sort of vein you guys are taking. Information you now you already have, which is you know that these that these clues are you, you have already built in. The first one's a three because you know that. So now, right? Okay, cool. That's good to know though, because for people that aren't really good at puzzles yet, it's a really good skill to pick up. Right. What I'd like to know in this puzzle is, I mean, I I love this puzzle. It, it was great. This is a good puzzle for for the thing because it's it's doable in the amount of time. I mean, you can't do a puzzle in here that takes you five hours to, to solve because it's only a right. four hour thing. Th- right. This was very doable. He repeated stuff, which makes it even quicker. But I'd like to know how did he know? How did he create it? Oh, because right. I got the easy, I got the easy button. I can plug these things in and come up with <laughs> here's a car. How right. Do you think this is a car I want. I mean, I guess there's. I oh, that's, there's ways that's to read easy. It. No, that's easy. So you sit there and figure out that you want to base a puzzle based off of this, right? You want to create yeah. one. I want to create you, one. You then go to Craigslist. Craigslist. Um, yeah, that's what Darwin. You know, and and find that you're looking for a 2007 Mitsubishi. Hit enter. And most of them tell you the VIN number so that you can go and pull a Carfax. Okay. Right? You can go find it on Facebook Marketplace. Somebody's trying to sell this. 
You just right. go to online car searches anywhere that somebody's trying to sell a vehicle, right? Um, you know, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. Um, sure. Even if you went to a dealership and, and looked at their inventory, they all have the VIN numbers listed. Right. Just pick right. and choose that, now. Yeah, that's the easy button. So now we know he likes crappy Fords and VWs and really nice <laughs> Ferraris. We can pick yeah. a Ferraris, right? Yeah, there so, was a nice Ferrari in there. It can be reverse engineered. I can see that. I had to type them in on the one I did. Yeah, so we do not get these puzzles in digital format. Uh, Tom, hold up the sheet, stacks of papers. Well, yes, I did. But it was on a PDF, and so it wouldn't let me copy it. So right. everything so, I did, I had to, I had to type just, it in. You just punched it in. Yeah, but that didn't take Yeah. Long. So... All right, let's go back up. I fixed the show notes so that okay, thank you, sir. So that Sorry. punch sixty-five was bolded for us. Thank you. Sorry, you're about welcome. Not all good, brother. So right. we're gonna jump back up to punch sixty-five, which is AKA unlimited data. This right. took me about four or five seconds to figure out what it was. This, this Dang. Yeah. Well, what huh? do you need unlimited data for, Gary? Uh, your phone. <laughs> right. I want unlimited what, data what do, for my phone. And so, what do you do with your phone? Uh, I don't call anybody. I, that's uh, right. You're a texting fool. <laughs> that's right. So old, if you look at this, texture, these are the old, the old, the nine the nine key where you have to punch the, the number two once for a and twice oh, for B yeah. and three the times for C. Yeah. Those yes. old days on your Nokia brick phone, right? Yes. And so when I talked to, to Jeff about this, the, I said, yeah, so you got these ones that don't mean anything. So we got to throw them out. And he's like, no, the ones were important. They huh. were, they were spaces between the four, 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 and another four, right? So on oh. this first line, you've got four, 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 one, one, four, one, four, four. So now you have the third letter that's on the four, the number four pad. You have the first number on the number four, and you have the second letter on the number four button. He said, I had to put those ones in so that you didn't think that it was. 444 and another 444. Yeah. Or some just, he goes, otherwise it would have just been six fours back to back. I had to do something to separate the numbers. And since the one key has zero letters on it. Yeah. I put the one in as space holders. Yeah. There you go, Darren. The the T9. No, it's not T9. T9, it's similar. T9 was similar. Okay. T9 was a predictive thing. Oh, so, uh, okay, okay. you would hit the numbers and it would kind of guess what you really wanted to, to do. This I got is you. Multi, multi-tap where you actually had to hit it twice right. to get the second letter. Come in so, and join it. So just and if you want to argue about it with me, just go look at decode because they've got it in their thing. Two different ways. Okay. So, so you've got to think through an old phone and like, okay, if you did, if you hit the four button four times well what? even if you pull up your iphone yeah mine's not going to show it 
If you pull up your iPhone, the number yeah. two digit still says ABC. That's true. Right. And the three digit says DEF, right? See yeah, it does. Yep. Make it. And the one, the one's a blank because it doesn't have anything. Right. Really. So, so there's, I mean, that's still, that numbers, that, that system for typing is still yeah. on even your, your brand new iPhones. I guarantee you all of your Samsung phones, all of the Windows phones them. are probably still going to have yep. the, the letters underneath the number for whatever reason. Which I'm thinking right. probably drove some people crazy. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why does the one, that's the way it was. That's the way it yeah. was on the old phones. So, yep. So you this just took sleuthing through to get to the end of it. Sure. When I looked at it at, at Challenge, you know, we were a small team of 10. So we didn't, we didn't have anybody dedicated really for puzzles. It's like, look at it. You either know it right then and there. Right. Or you don't. And the ones threw me for a loop so i was like and in the pile we don't we don't have time and off we go so my yeah. little marker little group we only got one solved you were and west I was, right i was playing for west playing for west something also just point out we pointed out before but if you're not from texas come to texas challenge you can even compete uh you can compete on any team i think that you can if there's, but you a, can also... if there's enough people they they will make an out-of-state team but if not right. you can, they divvy you up and so we had some out-of-state people in, in west yeah. texas so cool. with that we could have enough right I mean, right west texas covers probably half the state as a region but nobody lives out there <laughs> <laughs> that, that at least came to this one this was the yeah. furthest challenge for people from west texas to get to because it was yeah. just you know 10 miles north of houston so you yeah, know, that's a, it's, it's a haul from El Paso. It's yeah, it's it's a haul, and so the same thing when you sit there and have a the event that's out in Lubbock, your people from the Houston area that are going to travel to Lubbock or to Amarillo or to El Paso for an event is probably going to be pretty slim. So some of these other teams that you know generally come in second, third or fourth in these annual challenges at this mega um, can sometimes uh, score real well at some of these, you know, oddball far off events. So yep. locations. So just to give you everybody that, out there there, there, there was an obvious first place. There was an obvious second and there was an obvious last in this thing. <laughs> third, third, fourth, and fifth were, were tight. pretty darn. It was tight. Yeah. I know my region east came in third. And we we were not far. I was west. We were west wasn't too far behind. That's cool. We were not that far behind. Just yeah. to give people an idea of how far it would be if you happen to live in El Paso and you're in the same state and you want to drive to Houston. Um, it's not even in the same time zone. No, right. it's, it, it is closer for you to drive from Houston to Chicago, Illinois, than it is for you to drive from Houston to El Paso. Yeah, it's 10 hours and 53 minutes, by the way, if you want to uh, plan accordingly. 746.5 miles is the the draw of, of, of how far uh, it And it said to. how many hours? 10 hours, 53 minutes. That's without stopping. No, no that's 11 a, hours. There's a couple <laughs> of Bucky stops in there somewhere. It's a lot longer than that. Well, true and most cars aren't going to be you're not going to be able to drive 746 miles on a tank you're gonna do we have to talk you. about this one we do this, all right this moving is, on to the next one 
Oh, wait, um, before you do that, hang on. Direwolf had a last final question before, and then we'll get to that. I'm sorry. Um, Direwolf uh, had a good question. He just wants to make sure he understands fully. Here we go. Explain to him how 33444 converted to another number or word. That's two well, different numbers. 33 is the letter E, and 444 is the letter I. So in this, uh, let's get back up to it. So 33 is the letter E, 444 is the letter I. Right. So E E I G H T. That's a that's a that's a number spelled out. Yeah. So don't panic. Geocache says three three is second number of the three three and four 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 is third number of four four, which give you it's going to it, it's starting to get you to eight. <laughs> right. So if you look at this very first one, it's um let me throw it back up here in this. So if you look at this uh the very first line, so you have three three which is E, 444, which is I, 4, which is G, 44, which is H. Do you already hear Gary's wheels clanging in his head? He a wheels? The north and the 95, which is T. And, and, and he, we've been telling him all night long that the next number is going to be a 2, and you're spelling out 8. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. We're not why, spelling why is, why, why is Charles screwing up here? Charles isn't screwing up here. <laughs> Charles isn't screwing up. What's the deal? All night long, we've been telling you that next number should be a two. Well, that there's there may be more to this than if this is like layers of an onion, like an ogre. Uh, there are oh, layers. Ogres, that's right. Keep right. Peeling. So they may they may have the numbers spelled out backwards. Right. And so eight may be the actual last digit in your number sequence. Oh. Right. So you may not have it may be the last digit in your decimal degrees that you need to solve. Or they have this where it's in uh, decimal degrees and it has a funky conversion to it. OK. Um, th there's. So so the moral of this story is keep running. You're, you're actually starting to spell something. So keep running down this rabbit trail and see where it goes. Right. So, I mean, as long as you know that you're spelling something, right. And then you got, so eight is T, then three, three is E. And then three, three is E. There's that one in between is a spacer. Yep. Six, six is an N. Oh, you just spelled 18. Oh, that's doable from a 20 to an 18. Okay. Oh, all right. And Lori. Yep. Get 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 well, Lori, too. She's got a lot more. I'm I just broke a small bone in my my uh my leg. That's nothing. Lori <laughs> Lori's broke Lori's broke many in multiple locations, poor girl. So praying for you, Lori, you get all better because she's got lots of she's got lots of breaking going on in her butter or it was, but hopefully it all heals all right. up. All right. So we're gonna start selling the geocache bubble bubble wrap to wrap everybody <laughs> up with when they go caching. Yeah. All right. Let me do some uh, work here real quick. Okay. Uh, 
Why are you doing that? Direwolf's like, ah, yes, he's starting to see saw that one. So, and right, then so. it, it kind of gave us an easy button on that one too. That after the eighteen, mm -hmm. then he put in point, and that's in both of them. Oh, gotcha. So when you see something repeating in there, that's a that's a good thing if you can notice it. Right. Right. Okay, so this one right here, punch number nope. 91, we ought to AKA skip this one. We should skip this one. Beg, <laughs> borrow, or steal. It. I'm begging you to skip this one. <laughs> so uh, I told Jeff that we would do this. He uh, made a phone call out to First to Find Magazine and uh, asked to borrow their puzzle that they had. Uh, I think this was two, two magazine editions ago. Um, this was the puzzle that was in there that was called. Um, I, I want to throw out a disclaimer that though I write <laughs> the the puzzle stuff in there, I do not make the puzzles for the magazine. That's that's Keith. Keith made that one. Keith does it. So I have nothing to do with making the puzzles on there. So no problem. So this I don't one want people saying, Well, you made it, you should have figured this one out. <laughs> So I took this one and I did this with it. Uh, let's see if it's... So the clue is obviously beg, borrow, or steal. So that's... Oh, okay. Now we're, we're watching to see what you do here. Right. So I made it this way. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. And so, flipped, it back, flipped it over correctly, right? Yeah. I flipped it sideways so that it is... So that I can read the ones and zeros. And you right. notice that there's this row of all zeros in here. Right in yeah. the middle, right? Mm. So uh, what you need to do with this is take this to either a, a piece of graph paper or into an Excel program okay. so that you can put uh, each one of these numbers in their own little box. So you need to put a one in a box and then a one in the next box and a one in the next box and then a zero. Oh, oh, oh. Did you and, go down any other bunny trails before you did all that? No. Well, then you didn't try hard. <laughs> I, tried, I tried binary and that didn't, obviously didn't get anywhere. I was saying, okay, it looks like binary. That was well, like, so then the next thing I thought, it looks like that um, bought out code. Right. That wasn't going anywhere. It's like, well, crud. So then I laid it out. I went where you're at. I just didn't complete the process. I laid it out in the Excel spreadsheet like you're going to, just like you're going to say, but I didn't do the last step. Right. So um, the, the dots that are in this are line breaks. And that's telling you to, go down and start Back. over a line, right? right? So that's right. like hitting the return on an old school typewriter. Gotcha. Right. Um, and then what happens, you 11 lines, right? So this is what you end up with in Excel. If you do this, right. Okay. Right. Yep. So here's, here's your, here's your row of zeros. Right. Right. So the, before, the one, before you hit that magic button, just ask if, do you see anything? Yeah, Gary, do you see anything? Does anyone in the chat room see anything? Yeah, that's a good question. I, my, my initial course guess is that the all zeros is sort of our break point between north and west. That's You're my true. first, my first guess. Okay, all right. Uh, do you see anything more? 
I tried summing stuff up. And, you know, with the big bar and steel thing, when I summed up the first row, it came out to 20. I summed up the ones. And then the next one, it was nine. And I thought, okay, well, if I add them up, that's nine. And maybe I was supposed to borrow a one from the next line. And, yeah, that didn't get me anywhere. I see where, yeah, Brad says ones are ones are, are numbers is what he's meant. I don't I wouldn't say ignore the zeros. What I'm going to do, and this is what I did. I highlighted the entire spreadsheet. Right. And then I went up here to conditional formatting. Right. And I went down here and clicked new rule. And I said, I wanted a two color scheme and I wanted the number zero to be orange. Yeah. I wanted the number ones to be yellow. And I hit okay. Um, There you go. Yeah, Darwolf said he saw the three. Yeah. But now I love uh, that one. I love that is awesome. So this one would be super easy to do. You build it in Excel and then you just cop. Then you just copy the strings from one to the other. But how this puzzle had it laid out and 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 uh, and he said, you know, when I talked to. um jeff about this he straight up said he stole this from um first to find magazine he called and talked to keith and got permission uh-huh. to, to to copy it I, right? I, so I'm, gonna stick with, I'm gonna stick with you said he stole it and i'm gonna sue him for copyright, <laughs> so, <stuff>. copyright. <laughs> claim, claim some points back at a bronze ammo can right so that's where you get your beg borrow and steal from Steal, right um Right. So you could you could do this. And so how it when you sit here and look at. Um, Don't show that let's one. see. No, you're right. We, you could probably uh, achieve the same thing using graph paper. I can see that. Right. When he had this, he had it turned. Sideways, yeah. sideways like this. And he had it where the numbers weren't. Um, all we got. You know, they're they're not all on a one long string. He's got them broke up into multiple strings. And if you look at the line at the very far end right, it doesn't have the same amount of numbers as every right. other line right. in yeah. there. So he he did a good job of breaking this puzzle into indistinguishable, right? Mm-hmm. But yep. every between every hard dot were 27 characters. Right. And right. your 27 characters ended up being 11 rows deep. You had five and five with a spacer row of zeros in the middle. Right. Yeah. And so you take this. Right. And if you apply your conditional formatting, you end up with that. Right. Love, but I walked it. you through the conditional formatting because some people are, may not use Excel. Right. Um, Real great, sure. Right? And so you can you can you could make this puzzle the same way he did, and then turn it upside down so that when people go through and do all of the Excel, the numbers are upside down. Sure. Right. And so, sure. uh, what you end up with in the end is something that looks like. I guess you could mirror it too. You could do a mirror version of it. You, you could end up with something that crazy. looks like that. Right. And then you're like, yeah. oh, it's upside down. I need to 
rotate my noggin 180 degrees. <laughs> Something 2L256 EE69 Joe. Toe? Joe. Toe or Toe. Joe or. Yeah. Who's you that know? guy? <laughs> Maybe it's a bit so, of no king. That's smart. You know, yeah. So, so very cool to, to do this, but, you know, I knew that this one um, was throwing Tom for a loop. It was, it was throwing me for a loop. We went down several different rabbit holes trying to figure out what was what. And it wasn't until I talked to Jeff and and he said, oh, yeah. well, and, and so look on the piece of paper that you got for this one, Tom. Yeah, I'm, I was. I bet you're going the same place I was. What was this one worth? Oh, what, punch, what punch was this? Uh, 87? 87 was worth. Or, I'm sorry, 91. 91. 91 was a three and a half, two. This was not, this was, would have been um, six. This would have been seven points. So this was not, oh man, this was severely underrated, I think. So I guess my, no, my question is, does he, on that piece of paper, does he give, is the deal where he gives First to Find Magazine credit on there? No. Oh, because no. it's in the it's in the digital format. So the the PDF document that we have, he says I give credit to First to Find Magazine for letting me use this. Was <laughs> it the or very bottom? Oh yeah, it does. It's Perfect. down there at the very bottom, right? Yeah. So he gave credit to First to Find Magazine for the idea behind this puzzle, and if you happen to have copies of first to find magazine if you have your subscription then you would have already seen this puzzle in a slightly different format but the exact same puzzle yeah it's it would have to go back quite a ways and direwolf saying that he looked at the last five issues it's not in any of those so it's got to be back a ways well this wouldn't um, have been in my in what i wrote this would have been in just a puzzle that keith puts in there yeah and the reason they're the reason they're called punches is because you got to punch your card, Darwolf. You have to punch yeah. the. You have a punch card. You have a card that you actually put hole punches, punches in, in to turn in. So okay, it'd be so much then. easier if y'all would just show up and play. But hey, right? you can't come. Right? And you still, I'm I'm gonna do some recruiting. Just here saying, if you show up, you know what was going on. Which Char I, Charles, I, are you are you gonna play next year, Charles? As long as the individual challenge does not back up thirty, does not end thirty minutes before my finishers event starts, like it did this year, then the yeah. answer is yes. Uh, if they well, do some the, crazy the, stuff the, like the, they did this year again, then the answer is no because my event is going to take precedence. Well, um, that's the individual. I'm talking about for the team part. Oh, eh, maybe. Okay, so we may you're a maybe, and Gary, no, you're you're. Usually not, but I, someday I will. I'll tell but, you this. Then I'm recruiting both of you and everybody else in the audience. <laughs> Teresa's going to help me because Teresa play. Teresa really is West. I was just a gun for hire. Y'all <laughs> could West still team. play, and and because you can do phone a friend on this stuff, and we can just hey, we'll put the email list together and send you the puzzles, and y'all can solve them because here. The larger teams do have an advantage of this if, if they've got people that aren't playing that can sit aside and solve puzzles. You know, yeah. West, West had the bare minimum of 10, I think. 
attention. You're not like the, you, they're not like North that have the hundred people with the uh, the fancy uh, holographic uh, like VR goggles and the. <laughs> Yeah, well, they've got North the, Texas, they got, North, they North got Texas the robots was, running around. North Texas was not that big of a team this year. If you look at the picture of people, well, I say that the picture of people who showed up for the trophy presentation before the CETO event, there weren't a whole lot of people. It was yeah. a smaller team than what I have usual. historically seen North Texas have. But North right. Texas also has a dedicated group of people who sit down and their sole mission is to solve the puzzles. They're either and, solving or they're driving and navigating and you right. Know. They're so like in my little group, there was three of us. You'd think Tom's solving puzzles. No, Tom looked at it for about two seconds and <laughs> then Tom was navigator, navigator. So yeah, I could, right. I could do it. But I, you know, I remember back to when it was in Bastrop and and I wasn't playing because that was my challenge to put on. Yeah, with our team, um, Southeast had a. If I remember right, they had a trailer set up with a, a, a table on it, and they must have had like six people there on computers right. keeping track of, you know, they're solving puzzles, they're writing down what they found where and disseminating that information out. And What I'm waiting for is, and I pitched this to uh, the West Texas rep a few years ago, is the next time that West Texas has to put it on, I, I hope they host it in Brownwood, Texas. <laughs> because in brownwood texas at&t owns the sky service above in brown county and if you have verizon you have zero cell phone <laughs> service and you want to cripple half of the people who come up and show and play and you yeah. want to make an even even playing field yep. host, hosted in brownwood texas where verizon where the verizon employees have AT and T phones because they yes. can't, can't have a Verizon phone because there's zero cell service for a Verizon phone in Brownwood, Texas. Yeah, that's that that's insane. Well, we can't get into the night, but that's that is insane that they, which makes sense. AT and T was smart; they went and grabbed all that. So, all right. Now, this Next. one our team did. We did get this one solved. I don't know if anybody actually found it. I know our group didn't because by the so. Challenge, let's back this part up. Challenge used to be small enough that we could have it in state parks that were right, you know, pretty pretty decent size. Sure. I would love, you know, if Teresa's going to listening really closely here and takes over West and when it's her turn to put one of these That's on, where, yeah. that we go to back to San Angelo State Park. That place was, that was pretty cool because that was like 11,000 acres. It's big enough to handle us. Yeah. About 2012 or 2013, we went, we was the first time we took over a city. And since then, that's what we would do because we're too big for most of the state parks. Yeah. Yeah. So this was Conroe and really surrounding areas. Some of these went, went yeah. out for a ways. Cut and shoot. There was a, there was a cash out and cut and shoot we went and found. Charles. That's Nye. the other hard thing to remember when. When I look, it takes me a couple of days to get used to when I like I, I'm looking at the map of Conroe and I see, okay, there's a loop around Conroe. Right. Well, I'm used to the loop around even 410 around San Antonio. The San Antonio. Loop is a good 20 miles across. Right. So I'm thinking, oh, it's 20 miles from here to there. 
no, this is like three or four miles from here to there. It's no, it's no <laughs> it's not the same. It yeah. is not the same. Not and the they same have lights on their loop. They have lights yeah. on their loop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Forget not like 410. It's an interstate kind of. All right. So of. with this one, you start up here in the top left in the cow's horn and you end in the bottom right at the cow's tail. tail. I like this one. I, I've seen these before. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think they're clever. Yes, but it's not straightforward. It's not. So as you start through here, you're going to go three and back and around into the zero. And then you can get bigger. The two. No, that game bigger than that. Okay. Well, let's, let's see if Charles can. That's good. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. So That's you're going to come around and go three, zero, around the ear, down the snout, two, back and around, and two. And then you come around here, and you either have to go nine or seven. Right, right. Right. And you kind of finagle it around and realize that you need to go nine, oh, and then, you know, down and around to the, you know, yeah, seven. Like a long so way forth. around that hoof down there. I remember that. Yeah, you got to go through the two and down and around, and then to the eight, and then that's the end of your north coordinates. And so your next number, that's your zero or nine. Right, is a zero or a nine. It, the only number that you can go to is a five. Right. So you're thinking, if, wait a minute. So, yeah. but if you do this, if you start at the tail, you start yeah. at the tail down here, that's zero, nine, right? And then there's oh. five. So they have the the west coordinates backwards. Right. And so if you get to here, that's the end of the north coordinates. You just stop. Gotcha. And start, right? and start all over. Right. And then you start at the tail and work your way back to the midpoint. Right, zero nine five, right, gotcha. and then you got to work. There are several ways that you can go through this thing, right? So you can go from sure. here down There's and around ways, to here, and you either go skip, up or down. Yeah, you can either go up to three and a one, or you can go down to two, down around the leg, and then back up here to the one, right? So there's there are a couple of ways to do this maze right here in the in this section of the cow um, hmm. to get through. So you just, you just, some of it is trial and error and uh, some of it is knowing where you're at in the world. Um, that helps, right? Well, right. So MS paint or, um, you know, which is what I used, but most of these teams, if you don't have a dedicated person to, to sit and solve these puzzles, um, you know, you're sitting there trying to do it with a pen and, uh, and get out the door so that you can uh, go geocache. Yeah. So yeah, you got to get, get going. Yep. Um, because this event is timed. You only have four hours. You can either spend your four hours solving puzzles or you can spend your four hours out there getting your team getting points. as many points as possible. Yeah. Right. And so the puzzles are just a portion of, uh, that yep. and knowing that you have multiple routes once you get to this section of the puzzle 
yeah. in which to go through to to solve it um you really need to be time conscious uh, as to how much time you're taking but this puzzle just like the rest of them he does give you a tiny url um, with a checker right Check so it. in this you start in the upper left and go through the maze the north coordinates are in order forwards the west coordinates are in the order backwards and so they're your final coordinates for that one punch tom your team solved this puzzle but you didn't find it i know my my part my group didn't find it because we were way south of it yeah, um, but but if we had farmed these out and let's say a guy eating pizza in New York solved it and send the answers back to us, sure, and we were in the area, we could have plugged that in and off we go. Yeah, yeah, and Teresa, you know, Teresa said they they got it. So Teresa cool. said they did. So that's good. Yeah, and and so for you guys that are up north in Illinois or New York, you know, it's cold still. It's cold still up there. Y'all still got white stuff on the ground. Dang. Really? Texas Texas usually not got any white stuff on the ground this this second or third weekend in March every year. And and it's significantly warmer. I was wearing shorts and t-shirts um, when I was there. So, you know, you could come down from the great white north. That's right. You know, come for like visit a us. Week. Yeah. And and get a mega event and you know, get a little sun on them white <laughs> legs of yours. Um That's right. You know, 25 degrees? Are you insane? It was in the 90s here in Phoenix today. Yeah, it I'm, was I'm just saying. It was in yeah. the 90s. If it didn't hit yeah. 90, it was close to it here. Close to that that here in Texas. It hit, so. it hit 90 yesterday. We're mowing lawns down here. We got the lawn. We got the, we got the pool yeah. out. We got the pool, the pool stuff out. Yeah, we've done uh, blowed the sprinkler system out and, and primed the pump and yeah. That's right. It's it's flip flops and and my tie weather. That's right. <laughs> and you could be a part of that if next year you decide to come down uh, for down. the mega for the mega event. That right now is scheduled. They they announced that it was going to be in Longview, Texas. So you yep. can fly into Shreveport, Louisiana. You can fly into get a few Dallas. You can yep. fly into Dallas. You know you can get you the Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana. You know all in a nice little weekend. And that mega event right now is scheduled to be in Longview, which is you know not far from Louisiana. Texas border, so you know, it, know it could be a good talked, time. We've already talked about it, and we're pretty sure we're going to stay in Shreveport just to do something, get a some, different. different. Get yep. some crawfish etouffee. No lie. Yep, it's uh, so, an hour. Asians eat bugs that come out of the ground. About an hour forty-five. It's less than two hours for me to get there. So, no, oh, look at and look at Dave's already and see and Dave told you you ain't even got to fly Amtrak. <laughs> Jump on the choo-choo and come right. on down. Have a Chicago, good time. There you go. There, that's Perfect. right. There is an Amtrak station in Longview. So yeah, there you go. You know, come on down. Darren's saying he has he has a, a the uh, great weather right now. It's a hundred degrees Fahrenheit in. Oh, I don't that doubt part that of at Australia. all. Well, they're about to go. They're kind of making the rounds, so they're gonna. Winter is is 
soon approaching, Darren. Uh, you're part of the world, so. Um, and we we allow that, Direwolf. We allow people to wear bear stuff because you're going to be in an area of the country. Oh, he's going to put his bear thing on. There you go. There's, bear. There's a little bear. How about that? Yay. Longview is kind of mostly probably cowboy area, but probably some there's probably some Saints fans and there's probably some Texans fans over that way. But all right, we digress. Um, all right. Those of us that don't follow any of it and don't care. Yeah, that's true. Don't care. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> well, well, guys, um, what are some of your uh, final thoughts for tonight? Uh, while you're while you're formulating those thoughts in your head, I do want to mention a couple things real quick. Um, the last two events for Cash Fest will be published soon. One of them is done. The other one we're still working on, and so we can't. And we're waiting on two insurance tweaks that have to be done. So that's what we're waiting on. Once we get all that done, it'll be done. It'll be those will be done. And then we have to get the Sunday event will also be done as well pretty you know as soon as we can but just to let you know um if you want to do the escape room challenge the 10 minute challenge with your with your with your group um the times for that there's very few of them left so if you want to do it during that thursday morning uh event then you need to sign up uh the information is on the event page if you're coming for that if not you don't have to. It's we'll optional. escape. We'll escape for food. Just saying. That's right. You'll escape for food with any group you want. Yep. Um, and then uh, that's good enough for now. And then Darrell says he really liked the VIN number one. That's his favorite. Yeah, I so. like that one. So what are you? Yeah. What are y'all's final thoughts? Go well, ahead. Gary, I gotta. I gotta ask you though. You're a couple months into planning this mega. This is the first mega you've planned, right? Yeah, I, I helped a little bit with Mingo Madness, but yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're, I'm more, you're, you're deep into this one. Though. I'm more deeper into this one, right? <laughs> yeah, and if somebody ever comes and says, hey, you want to help plant a mag again? What's your advice? <laughs> run, it, run. Run, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the joke about being friends with D or uh, being friends or with Simmel. Ryan. Simmel, yeah. yeah. It, it sucks to be D's friend. It sucks, it sucks to be Ryan's friend. Yep. Yeah. But absolutely. I wouldn't trade either one of them. So no, absolutely not. No. They're doing great. Uh you guys are, you know, got you, you got your thinking caps on. You're gonna come up with some great stuff for Puzzle Academy, I know. All the academies are gonna be great. I mean, it's we just gotta, uh, we, we got we got to Charles look right. No, that's you, Charles. You're gonna trust me, you'll you guys will come up with some good stuff. So I know that um, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, so um, I like the domino puzzle in this. I like mm -hmm. the prime number puzzle in this. I like yeah. the mit the um, hundred thousand mile VIN number one, and I like the big borrow and steal. Even though we're we're not going to talk about it steal. anymore. We're not going to um, talk about that. We shall never speak of that puzzle again. <laughs> um, they I like were, the yeah, you know, they were they were awesome puzzles. Definitely, as long as you looked at it and you knew what you were after, definitely doable with a scratch paper and a pen in yeah. in the room. Uh, you know, a, a, a you know a Google search on one of these right there would get you the VIN numbers mm -hmm. um, and whatnot, and and prime numbers. Very very doable 
um, in this. Um, sure. And, and I like them. I'm going to take some of that and run with it. Um, I mm-hmm. built the puzzles for MOGA um, this last year, but yep. I like the format in some of this. Yep. And, I know, um, I you know, to, to cash events that have puzzles, um, you know, listed at them or have a puzzle section to them or, you know, this this event in Memphis that's coming up that's got yeah. a puzzle section in it. Uh, you, you might be able to see some of these or a spin on them mm-hmm. um, in, in the near future. So if you're one of those cashers that's going to be at some of these events that have puzzle stuff, you know, we've been um, asked to to create some of them and mm-hmm. uh i think dave's right checkers help and that was the one thing i can't remember if previous years had checkers or not um i know they might, that, have, had, they might have had check sums sometimes yeah i know the ones that from last mm-hmm. year um when we were in um cisco i don't think we cisco, had them cisco did not have checkers uh, because right. i can remember getting to somewhere and like it says that it's another 45 feet out there in this field on the other side of this barbed wire fence Yeah, that has, yeah. A, pur- that has a purple painted post. So we're definitely in the wrong place. We took a wrong turn in Albuquerque trying to solve this. And we That's went back right. in and then Tom was like, oh, yeah, this is where you messed up right here. And I was like, oh, of course. Oh, God. Yeah. I, yeah um, I really like the checkers because, as you mentioned, purple fence. You got to in Texas, you need to be very aware of where you're at because some people, yeah, they take it serious. They don't call 911, they they do 911, they do their own. They'll call 911 after they come pick up a body, yeah, yeah, (laughs) um, yeah, because less than three percent of Texas is is uh public land. So remember that if if you come down here, that 97 percent of this state privately owned, privately owned. Um, yeah, so um, that's why we yeah. love our that's why we love our parks and cemeteries for caches because there's not a lot of public not a lot of public uh, yeah, shoot first and then call. Yeah, yep. so I think I got it. Freeze. So I think I think this year's puzzles went really well. I think the Robin mm-hmm. one, uh, Jeff did a phenomenal job in creating them. Hats off to him um, right. because they pretty much said, "Here, make it work." We need six of them. And, and he made six of them happen for them. So uh, hats off to him. They were phenomenal puzzles. Um, you know, I'm excited to see where some of these things go. Um, you know, and and who knows, you may see some more of this, uh, you know, along the way. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I got to say he did a good job because like, I, I made the ones for Cisco and, and I copied some, some of them were old stuff. It's it's not easy to come up with a puzzle that you know everybody hasn't seen right. already a thousand times but that can only that you, that's doable on a sheet of paper and doable yeah. in a reasonable a, amount of time. Yeah. Phone, and he not yeah. only did that, he, you know, if you compare like the VIN number one or uh-huh. the the maze, you could have given the maze to a five year old and say, "Here, right. knock yourself out," and they would, you know, just do the maze. Don't worry about the number, and they could they could solve it for you. Yeah. You could give the teenager the one with the VIN numbers, and what do you find here? The um, the prime number one that threw me for a loop is a little oh, different a kind one. of thinking. So he varied how you know people don't think the same. I I remember a yeah. puzzle Cheryl, Cheryl loves 
joking about this one with me. I'm I, early early days of us cashing, and uh-huh. I'm looking at a, at a puzzle that came out, and you know, first the finds there for it, and I cannot think, I can't, I don't see it. And she's landing on the couch and says, "Hey, come look at this puzzle. And tell me if you can solve it." <laughs> and she walks over, looks at it for about two seconds, and says, "Yep," and then goes back to the couch and says, <laughs> get back over Wait here. A yeah. So wait you know, a she, she solved it in about ten seconds. You know, and I, it's like, huh? You know, I didn't, I didn't have a clue. Because yeah. don't don't think the same and go down different bunny trails. So, yeah. And then we did go get first to find on that. But I, I wouldn't have gotten it without her. So, yeah. Yep. Thanks, honey. <laughs> Thanks, Cheryl. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Well, good job. Good stuff. All right. Oh, yeah, well, good cool. job. We will see uh, everybody again on Puzzle Talk, and that will be on, as I pull it up, and I'm stalling till I can pull it up. Yes, it will 17th? be, yes, April 17th okay. is the next Puzzle Talk. Yes. In America, have your taxes paid by then. Right. So you'll be good to go. All right. Thanks, guys. Y'all did a great job. And we'll see you guys soon. And we'll say good night to everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night.